previously on Live at 605. Mm -hmm. I hate this whole secret menu fucking society Why? where it's like, oh, go to McDonald's and that's for the like the grandpa fucking Old Spice burger. But I told you burger. what was in it. No, no, you just said go get the cold busters. John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Coming to you live from beautiful downtown Toronto, this is season 16, episode 9 of Live at 605, and I am your podcaster, John, and I am currently solo dolo this week, although I am in the living room of 605 Studios, and I am joined by a couple damn pigeons on our balcony, which has been quite frustrating, and I still need to look up how to keep pigeons off of your balcony, because as I talk... I can hear them uh, squeaking and squalling over there, so hopefully they don't bug me too much. But it's been quite, fr quite frustrating. I don't even think we've really documented it too much of what our pigeon issue was. But for the longest time, we never had pigeons on our balcony. Now all of a sudden, like the last two, three months, on a daily basis, there's pigeons crapping on our, our balcony and just making noises. And it's one of those things where both Val and myself, we're not bird people. Val especially hates birds, and if one flies anywhere near her, she'll run away. And there's something about birds, and specifically pigeons, I think. They just sound gross. They sound disgusting. Like, sometimes in the morning, if we're eating breakfast and the windows are open, you can hear the pigeon going, boo, boo. Well, that's not how the pigeon sounds. I can't make a bird sound. Side note, one of my favorite songs of the last two weeks is an old song from about 10 years ago, maybe even more. Oop, there goes a pigeon flying over top. And it's the song, What Happened to That Boy by Birdman. And it may have the best bird sound effect in any rap song or any song in general. And you know what, for those of you who don't know the song, why don't I play it real quick here? I don't know why, but I've been adding, I've been making playlists for my uh, commutes to work and everything. And this song, which is an oldie but goodie, has been one of my favorites. Let me, what happened to that boy. So again, this song's called What Happened to That Boy by Birdman featuring the clips. So here, let's give this a listen. Possibly the best bird sound effect in any song today. So I can't tell, is that a, that song's from, a, I believe, 2004, 2005. I can't tell, is that a bad song or not? Obviously, if that was here, she'd be giving me a blank stare because she'd be like, why the hell did you waste everyone's time with that song? Goddamn pigeons are back on the balcony. Should do the bird call to get them out of here. Brrr. Anyways, so we have a pigeon problem as I'm staring at one right now on the balcony. But as I said, I don't want to delay us too much. This week I'm flying solo. Val is on assignment in Chicago. She'll be gathering stories for next week's podcast. And next week's podcast should be a biggie. Uh, Val will be back co-hosting with me. She'll have stories of Chicago travels. Hopefully she will be eating some uh, deep dish pizza. You know what? This fucking bird is staring at me right now. So I just got to 
tell them to get off our balcony. Go on, get! Goddamn birds. I am not a bird person. But also next week, we are actually taking a road trip. So Val gets back Wednesday evening. We will be road tripping to Ottawa to go see my family, uh, folks, sisters, nephew. We'll hopefully be doing some golfing, maybe play some basketball, doing all kinds of fun stuff. And next weekend is also Canada Day weekend, long weekend. So maybe we'll have some stories of some fun fireworks and everything. But you know what? Why don't I just get into this crazy-ass podcast? Because even though I'm by myself this week, I have a lot of things I want to talk about. We'll see how long this goes. I don't want to keep you guys too, too long. If it's just me, you don't want to probably hear the sound of my voice too much or for too long. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to do an episode where I'll call it Open Tabs, where I'll talk about the different things from my internet search history, and we'll see what kind of things I Googled this past week. And then if we have time, I also have some fan questions, which I will get to and answer. And I'll also just tell you about the week I had and what went on and some of the dope shit that we uh, do on a daily basis. So, But before I get into everything, as always, let me give out all the contact information. Facebook.com slash live605. For pictures, GIFs, memes, all that fun stuff, you can go there. You can leave a comment. You can tell us what you like, don't like about the podcast. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I am at Malencamp. And I believe this week I was just tweeting about my love for the show Jesus and Marrow, which is a great show. And they actually are leaving Viceland to go to Showtime. So congrats to those guys. You can follow Val on Twitter and Instagram as well. She's at ValGomez23. And she always has good Insta stories and good Instagram posts, so make sure you follow her there. And then uh, subscribe to Live at 605 on iTunes and leave a comment because every comment you leave gets us back into the news and noteworthy. <coughs> so thank you to everyone who has been downloading the podcast all over the world. Again, it's been a great year. Great year. It's been a great week. And how about we do this? Why don't I get into my sponsorship and then I'll just run through the list of things I want to talk about this week. So this is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. Alright, so as you guys know, I believe we talked about in the last week's podcast, Val and myself have been partaking in boxing class. We've been doing boxer size with Big Hit Studios and they have been fantastic. I think I've done five or six classes now and as I was saying last week I'm definitely addicted to it best workout I've done since a teenager taking part in karate class and it's a great way to let your aggression out this and that so so far every class I've done Val and I've done it together now this past Thursday uh, was a busy busy day we ended up taking the day off of work because it was graduation day for our, our nieces and nephews so our uh, beloved Ben was actually graduating from senior kindergarten and moving on to grade one. So he had a graduation, and Val and I definitely wanted to go to that. As well as Savannah was uh, graduating and leaving Montessori. So she had a big picnic um, end of the year party that we went to as well. And I'm going to give you guys a little tease of some, something I'm going to talk about later on. But here's what happened. So this was Thursday. We had all these things. We had uh, a couple graduations in the burbs followed by a boxing class. So Wednesday night, I must have been extra tired, but I fell asleep pretty quickly, and I was snoring up a storm. I mean, I was snoring so bad that Val had to go into the other room. And I'd say that happens maybe once every couple months where she just can't 
take my um, damn snoring, so she'll have to get up and, and sleep on the couch, which obviously I feel bad. I just, I know I snore when I sleep on my back. I don't usually snore or don't snore too loud if I'm sleeping on my side. The damn thing is, I don't like sleeping on my side. I always find it easier to sleep on my back. So, yeah, so unfortunately, Wednesday night turns into Thursday morning, and Val did not get much sleep at all. So I feel pretty bad for her. We then spend the rest of the day driving out to the Burbs, Oakville, Mississauga, and seeing everyone and having fun. And it was a great day, but it was just like one of those things where we were outside for a couple hours. It was pretty hot that day. We got some, some sun, sun on our faces. We then go to a graduation. The other thing is, for a good five, five, six hours, there's just dozens, if not a couple hundred kids running around yelling, crying, screaming, this and that. So definitely, I mean, we're not parents, but I mean, fucking tired me out. And we ended up, we also didn't really eat much that day. Like we had breakfast in the morning, like nine in the morning, but we were on the road by 10 o'clock, I think. And then we didn't get a chance to eat lunch until about 4.30. So long, busy day. Val also has a headache. She's tired from not sleeping. Get back to the apartment. And I'm like, okay, so do you still want to go boxing with me like I know you must be exhausted she's like to be honest with you I'm not feeling too well I think I'd rather just go into bed lie down and sleep it off I was like yeah sure no problem I guess I'll just go to boxing class by myself now I mean for the most part boxing that we're doing it is an individual thing you have your own bob dummy that you just hit and punch yourself it's not really something where you need to um, gather around and work with other people so I was like all right I'm a little bit I'm not nervous to go. I just hate showing up by myself, I guess you could say. So, like, once the class starts, it's fine. It's not like we can talk to each other anyways. It's just, like, getting to class, making sure I get a good spot to, to do my thing. So, get to class, and it was core boxing. We had another new teacher who was fantastic, and the class is going awesome. I'm sweating up a storm. I'm dying. It's great, this and that. And then, all of a sudden... The one thing I didn't want to happen happened, which is which hadn't even happened before in any of the classes that we'd done. But the uh, teacher's like, all right, guys, partner up. And I was like, partner up? I was like, oh, come on. The one time, the first time I go to boxing by myself, and of course you have to get a partner. I'm just like, oh, this is so awkward. I, I don't know, maybe it really isn't that awkward. Maybe I'm just a weird, awkward person. But I was like, all right, so there is... Um, and I must say, everyone paired up quite quickly, and I was left with the, the lady to my left, uh, so I was like, oh, hey, do you want to partner up? But it was also strange, because I don't know if she was either wasn't enjoying it or wasn't into it, but she was one of those people who kind of took breaks, not in between when the, when the instructors like, okay, next up, we'll do this combo. She was kind of taking breaks in between the workouts, so I was like, ah, she isn't even that great I don't really want to get in trouble partnering up with this lady but it's like all right whatever so we partner up and the weird thing was it was way too intimate for me as well so the 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 first thing we had to do with the partner was basically we were doing I was doing crunches I would do one crunch up go down crunch back up punch with my right hand go down come up punch with my left hand and so what your partner had to do was they had to squat down put their f toes under your toes to level you out and they're staring you, staring you in the eyes as you're coming up and punching and punching. And it was just something, maybe it was all the sweat in my face, the fact that we all probably smell and this and that. It was wildly, wildly intimate. I was just like, oh, this is making me uncomfortable. 
So that happens for a good couple minutes. Switch over. Now she's the one doing crunches. I got my feet stepping on her toes. And the teacher's like, make sure you encourage your partner. So I'm just like, oh, Christ. Like, okay, you can do it. You can do it. Wildly, wildly intimate. If this episode wasn't called Open Tabs, I would definitely be calling it wildly intimate. And then the next one, I was like, okay, I thought we'd be done after that. But the next thing we had to do was get into the push-up position. You do a push-up, come up, and then you punch your hands together, go down, push-up, punch your left hands together. And again, the teacher's just like, all right, encourage your partner, stare at them in the eyes, and let's do this, guys. I was like, oh, my God. So it's like, I was telling Dal, like, it was a great class. I was so energized afterwards. I ended up walking home. And this class is, it's pretty far. It ended up being like a 50, 55-minute walk home. But as soon as I got back and, and Val was feeling a bit better, which made me feel good, I was just like, you know, the one time I go to class by myself and I had to get a partner, I'm like, I would have loved to have done this with you, but I had to do a partner, and it was really strange. I didn't even get the person's name. It was just too strange. So that is actually my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. All right, so I mentioned it before, and here's just, let me just run through some things that, that happened this week to me before I get into uh, open tabs. Um, so I mentioned I was snoring quite bad. I'm definitely a snorer. I can't help it. I feel so bad when I do it. So I finally decided, I'm like, I don't want, obviously, Val to not sleep or have to go to a different room every once in a while. So I was like, let me look up some devices. And you know what? This actually is an open tabs moment because I researched the shit out of snoring and what causes it, how to cure it, how to fix it and all these things. So my internet search history, let's start. First topic of open tabs, snoring. So there are many different things that cause you to snore. It could be sleep apnea, it could be deviated septums, all these things I research. could be that you're just a fuckboy who uh, can't control how he breathes properly. And I definitely read to diet affects it, if you've gained some weight, if you've lost some weight, all these different things, you know, how you sleep. A lot of times if you sleep on your back, you do become a pretty bad snorer. So I researched, okay, well, how about snoring surgeries? Because there was an episode of Scrubs where Dr. Kelso gets the surgery and then the whole thing is his wife is sad that she misses the snoring. I guarantee you if I got a surgery, Val would not miss the snoring. Now, she doesn't want me to go to those levels because, you know, she's a great person, doesn't want me to have unnecessary surgery. Although I found a place where it's like, it seemed pretty easy. So I was like, maybe that's something on the back burner. Next thing I was researching for snoring was those little fucking snore strip things, you know, the things that football players put on the, the bridge of their nose. And it's one of those things where I guess it helps you breathe, it makes you breathe easier or quicker or faster or something. I was like, all right, there's something, maybe I can do that off of Amazon. So I researched snoring, snoring devices on Amazon. I will post a link to what I found. I found this fantastic snoring strap. And I swear as I talk about snoring, I'm getting all like mucusy in my uh, my nose. So bear with me as I breathe through that. So I found this fantastic snoring strap that basically it's just a strap. It goes over the top of your head, down past your ears, and underneath your chin. And it's supposed to I don't know what the hell it does, but it got rave reviews. And I was like, oh my God, here's this thing on Amazon Prime. It could be here in 24 hours. It's only like 25 bucks. I was like, there. Everyone was saying like, oh, it fixes your snoring, this and that. First thing I do when I get home that night 
tell that, I'm like, I think I found a cure for my snoring problems. It's the snoring strap. And she's like, what the hell is this? I'm like, it's a, it's a thing that goes over your head. And I show her a picture, and her reaction is, hells no. Because she's like, that is the scariest thing I've ever seen. She's like, first of all, it doesn't look comfortable. Like, it would definitely hurt you, and how would you sleep? And she's like, if I wake up in the middle of the night, and I just see, like, this demonic presence in front of me with you and your your damn chin strap, snoring strap, she's like, no, I'm not having it. So I was like, she's like just get one of those nose things that people get. So right now I'm on the fence about what to do. I gotta go to shoppers tomorrow and see if they just got token uh, snoring strip for my nose. But if that doesn't work, next thing on my list is the snoring strap. And if that doesn't work, your boy's gonna have to get uh, snoring surgery because it's just, it's. I feel bad. Snoring sucks. Although I like noises, so um, I kind of encourage it for my, myself selfishly for sleeping. All right, what should we talk about next on the list? Um, we talked about this weekend. This past weekend in Toronto was the big pride weekend, and it was crazy. We live right in the center of downtown Toronto, which means we live right in the center of Pride Weekend, which is always fun. We've talked about it previous seasons every year. Just how much fun it is to be involved. There's always marches, parades, music, lights, bubbles, drinks, food. It's always just a fun time and you know there's always people dressed up crazy and in cool outfits it's just it's i i'll honestly encourage anyone to just be yourself and it's one of those times where everyone can safely and proudly be who they want to be and i mean we all go through that whatever your um, orientation is you know so it was definitely great but it made for some issues just getting around town i mean roads are blocked off streets are blocked off it's always just tough to get out and about so on Saturday, Saturday morning is when Val was leaving for Chicago. She's there Saturday to Wednesday. So she was leaving very early, early in the morning. Her cab was coming for like 7.15 or 7.30, I believe, 7.30 or 8. And I told her I wanted to get up with her and just help her uh, go down and say goodbye to her, get her into her cab, just so that I know she's there safely. Because like I said, a lot of the streets in her area are blocked off. So I wanted to make sure that the cab driver was here and she didn't have to walk around. Because early in the morning, there could be, you know, dangerous people out there so I want to be there to protect her now I had a, a haircut scheduled for 12:30 Saturday afternoon and I was like okay I guess I, I saw her off she got in the taxi got to the airport no problem I was like okay well now it's eight in the morning I could go back to sleep or I guarantee you there's certain times uh, when it is the best time to do laundry New Year's Eve great time to do laundry Christmas morning Great time to do laundry. Pride, Saturday morning of Pride Weekend, fantastic time to do laundry. Saw her off to the cab, poked my head in the laundry room, not a single item of clothes in the washer, not a single item of clothes in the dryers. So I was like, hell yes, I am not gonna go to bed, you know what, I'm gonna stay up, get my laundry, and do as much laundry as I humanly can right now. So that was great. Got a lot of laundry done. It's I always feel great and productive when you're up super early on a Saturday or Sunday morning. I usually like to sleep in, not too late, you know, like 10, 10.30. But I was like, all right, this is going to be a super productive day. Saturday is my day. So I went, did laundry for a couple hours, listened to some music, listened to some podcasts. This was great. From there, uh, it was a very rainy weekend, which sucks for Pride for obvious reasons because... 
for the most part, a lot of the activities are outside, whether it's parades or block parties or what have you. So it was raining on my way to get my hair cut, and for the last, I'd say, three, four years, my barber's been Val. She's been fantastic. She's a great job, does a great job of cutting my hair. But my thing is, all right, we're getting married in February. I should get back to getting real haircuts. And for the longest time, I just got my hair done at like super cuts because I'm like, whatever, I just have simple hair. Uh, it's fine, it's 15, 20 bucks. They can just trim it on the side, keep it short on top, boom, we're good. But I was like, no, this is 2018. I want to get a cool, real deal hipster haircut or something. So I decided to book an appointment with the garrison. They are voted one of the best hair barber, hair shop, saloons, whatever, in the GTA. So made an appointment with them, and I looked up all the people who were available, and I looked them up on Instagram, and I made a point to get the person with the best-looking hair and the best-looking vibe, I guess you could say. So it's definitely uh, a good experience. I haven't had a haircut in a while, so he was super cool. He did a fantastic job. It also just felt great, and the big difference between going to like a Supercuts and a place like the Garrison, like a real barber shop, is they take their time. The guy used like four or five different clipper settings on my head. My hair just felt healthier and great. I'm just like, oh, this is fantastic. So that was a great experience. And I just felt cool afterwards. I'm like, all right, this is great. Did a great job there, a little fade on the side. Kept it short on top, but not too short so I can just keep it natural and throw it to the side. And that was that. So uh, that led to doing that during the day, came home, cleaned the apartment, did a lot of things. This actually can lead into our next open tabs moment. And I fell down a pretty big jackass rabbit hole. So anyone who is my age or maybe five years younger or five, 10 years older, you probably are fell in love with the jackass guys and the TV show and all the movies. So I was a huge Jackass fan, huge Viva La Bam fan, all those guys. And I'd say probably once a year, I just want to go and rewatch the Jackass movies because they're all on Netflix. So that's exactly what I did. I was like, I got the place to myself. I'm bachelor for the next four or five days. I am going to go and watch Jackass. So I ended up watching Jackass 1, 2, and 3 over the course of the weekend. I even watched Jackass 3.5, which is like the... Um, all this behind the scenes or cut out bits. And from there, I just read everything. I read about Steve-O and how he grew up and how he got sober. I read about Bam Margera and what he's up to. I also read a lot about Johnny Knoxville and I listened to him on a bunch of podcasts. But I think the reason why I wanted to watch all these Jackass things was because of the new Johnny Knoxville movie, which I believe is called Action Point, which is like half movie, half stunts. So I was like, oh, I, I, there's something about watching a bunch of grown men get kicked in the nuts, fall downstairs, do like stupid, silly stunts. It just makes me feel good. And it's one of those things, I mentioned it before, I don't always laugh out loud when I'm by myself. But every time I watch these movies, I just laugh my head off. And I just watch these movies and I couldn't stop researching and reading about the guys. Like there was Rolling Stone articles, there was uh, YouTube clips, there's documentaries, there's just podcasts. I was obsessed, and I still kind of am. Like, I'm kind of sad that I watch all the Jackass stuff. I might have to see if I can find any of the old actual, like, TV show episodes. So, so I did that for part of Saturday after my haircut and clean up the apartment. 
the next thing, so one of the only few things I actually do like about being by myself, because I actually don't like being by myself, I get quite sad at night, because uh, obviously I miss Val and I like seeing her. But one of the things I do like is being able to fuck around with my own dinners. Mentioned it before, I'll mention it again. Whenever we go out to dinner with people, I'll never make the recommendation. I'll just go wherever people want to go. I'm easy peasy that way. I am also super lucky that Val is a fantastic chef and cook, and she makes uh, amazing meals on the reg. Now me, I'm a simple man, so when it comes to being by myself, I have four or five nights by myself, and I thought, you know what? Might as well kick off the first night of dinner by myself in grand fashion, getting a California sandwich, which is my favorite sandwich in the city. They make um, great uh, chicken sandwiches, veal, mushrooms, all kinds of fantastic things. And I was like, fuck it. By myself, get all the time in the world. Might as well walk to Little Italy. It's like a 30, 35-minute walk. Get the sandwich, uh, keep it wrapped up nice and warm, put it in my backpack, walk back home, walk through all the pride festivities, and I scarf down that motherfucker with a side of Dr. Pepper because that is the way you got to do it. Now, from there, I actually did have plans Saturday night. I know Val was super upset because she ended up uh, missing our friend Maddie's birthday. So that was a fun night, and uh, it was great because Sean and Tesla ended up coming over beforehand so the three of us could go over together. And we hadn't, I hadn't seen those guys in uh, almost a month, so they came over. We listened to some music. They introduced me to some new stuff, and we caught up. The other thing is, I might as well say this right now before I forget it, but new to Canada is the HomePod. HomePod is fucking amazing. Now, it's, if you are an Apple person and you have Apple TV, iPhones, iPads, and Apple Music, I will tell you right now to get the HomePod. First and foremost, it's an unbelievable speaker. We have great speakers in our apartment, but this is the best out of everything. Like, we, when we got it, I think the first thing we tested was, I was like, play me some 2 chains," And the bass was fantastic. Everything was so good. So, and I also just love it. Like, being by myself, I was able to talk to Siri, and let's, you know what? Let's see what she's like. Hey, Siri, how are you today? I feel good. Hey, Siri, you're on my podcast. Playing podcasts. No, hey, Siri. I'll then start tweeting. Hey, Siri, play the podcast. Playing podcasts. See me with or start email me with. I'll give you my Twitter address at the end of the show. Hey, Siri, stop this podcast. Hey, Siri, what's your favorite number? I love all numbers indivisibly. Goodbye, Siri. That was a little meta. She, um... I just, I'm sorry, I blew my mind there. I asked her to play a podcast, and she started playing the very first episode of Live at 605, so it was me talking to me being recorded by me as this gets out to you by me. So that was a little bit weird. But anyways, HomePod is fantastic. Highly recommend it. There's so many cool features. We can even use it, I learned, as surround sound because we have our main speakers at the TV and behind the couches right now is where our HomePod is. So I was watching uh, Unsolved, the Tupac Biggie, Sh- Biggie Smalls Netflix show, and I put on the HomePod. It was surround sound. It was unbelievable. So that is... Just a recommendation. You guys should check out the HomePod or come over here and we'll play some music. 
Actually, you know what? Let's just see what the music sounds like right now. Hey Siri, play Two Chains. Sure, here's Two Chains. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Two chains. Buzzing on that beat. Oh, I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Yeah, I'm different. I'm different. Hey Siri, yeah, I'm stop different. the music. Yo, I love me some HomePod. So, anyways, uh, from there we went to Maddie's birthday and it was great. We saw a bunch of our friends, Ferris and Cam and Carson and Dan and uh, Becca and, and and everyone was there, which was great. Had a lot of fun. Um, I was anxious to get home only because I knew Val was out and I wanted to talk to her and just see how her day went. But the great thing was, and everyone obviously was asking where she was and they missed her and they'd rather have had her there than me. And right when I was getting ready to go, everyone's like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I want to go home and talk to Val on the phone. Ferris is like, oh, let's FaceTime her. So she ended up FaceTiming her and actually Val got to be part of the party for like 10 minutes. I could just see like the look on her face. She was so happy to see everyone. Obviously she was sad. She knew she was missing out, but the great thing was, was she got um, to hang out with some friends in Chicago and she said she ended up having a great day there too. So that was a lot of fun. And then at like 12.31 in the morning, I walked home again through Pride. Pride doesn't stop till like two in the morning. So it is bumping. But uh, that was my Saturday night which leads into Sunday, which again was raining, pissing rain, and I had another boxing class by myself. This time, luckily, I did not have to do anything with partners, but it was good. I was happy to go out and, again, be productive. I figured I might as well be active if, if I'm by myself, and it was a great class. I got to know another new teacher, and I will say, so we're doing our boxing through Big Hit. All the teachers so far have been fantastic. I've really, really enjoyed them. They're great, they know what they're doing, and they're also just really helpful without being too intrusive. Like, they help you, and they get, like, even yesterday, uh, the teacher gave me a couple pointers, I'd say three or four times throughout the class, and it never felt like I was an idiot. He was just really great and really encouraging, so I, I love it. I'm going back tomorrow. Tomorrow will be my last class by myself, and then once Val's back, we'll be going uh, together again, which will be great. But from there, I went back, came back home, watched some more Jackass, uh, well, I was oh okay. I was talking about dinner. So last night's dinner was a steak. Fucked around and had myself a nice little steak dinner, and from there, which leads into my next open tabs, is I was just watching TV at night. There wasn't anything much, wasn't much on, and I just saw oh okay, Barbershop. The next cut was on. Have I seen all the Barbershop movies? No. Do I like Ice Cube as an actor? Yes. I, do I own any Barbershop soundtracks? I believe I own Barbershop 2, the soundtrack, because there must have been like some Nelly song that was on there, or, or maybe a 50 Cent song, because in 2003, 50 Cent was the shit. So I ended up watching Barbershop Shop, the next cut, and I researched that. came out two years ago. It was awesome. I loved the movie. I thought it was, was really good. It was funny. had Winston from New Girl. Had all these great things that had common, which made me laugh. Well, not laugh, but the thing was in the movie, takes place in Chicago, and the barbershop was trying to put an end to uh, violence in the south side of Chicago. And for those of you who know anything about hip-hop, 50 Cent, not 50 Cent, Ice Cube and Common used to have a beef back in the, uh, the 90s. They didn't like each other. Put that shit to the side, and now they're making movies together, and their chemistry is really good. Like 50 Cent 
50 Cent, Jesus Christ. Ice Cube and Common are both really, really good actors. So that led into Sunday night. It's now Monday evening. I um, went to work. I'm done work now. So why don't we get into some more just like straight up open tabs. So some of the open tabs, we are driving to Ottawa this weekend. We are driving to and from to go visit my family. And I'm from Ottawa, as I've mentioned many, many times before. But the thing is, and the thing is, I've done the drive to and from Ottawa hundreds and hundreds of times, hundreds of times. Now, have I ever done the drive myself? No. Have I ever paid attention to the actual drive or where to turn or which highway to take? No. But obviously, since we're doing this for the first time, I'm like, I know we got GPS. I know the car comes with GPS. Our phone has GPS. We're doing GPS. I don't got to map it out. But I'm just like, let me just Google all the multiple different map ways to get to and from Ottawa from Toronto. So there is like, obviously, there's two main ways to drive from Toronto to Ottawa. Well, let me just Google map this. I was also Google mapping multiple times during the day to be like, okay, if we leave at 8 in the morning, how long does it? say will take four hours 25 minutes all right if we leave at 10 in the morning how long will it take four hours 32 minutes if we leave at three in the afternoon four hours and 50 minutes so i just been googling all week to get down the perfect time when to leave and the perfect maps of how to get there so that's one of the things i've been googling the other thing i was googling so one of the other things i was googling quite a bit was uh, the TV podcast personality, personalities, Desus and Mero. Desus and Mero have a fantastic show on Viceland, but I, I read, and this is what got me Googling them a whole bunch, was that they were leaving Viceland. Uh, I cannot confirm or deny whether or not they're leaving on their own or if Viceland did not re-sign them, renegotiate. I think that is what happened. But they actually ended up have, getting a new show with Showtime, which will be premiering in 2019. So from there, I just, I'm like, I love these guys. They're so funny. They talk about current events. They talk about uh, pop culture. They talk about what's going on on Twitter. And they're just so funny. And there was an article, I believe, in uh, the New York Times or something, just all about them. And I was just reading about how they're just both really funny on Twitter. And Complex, the magazine, invited them to come down for an interview. And they started working uh, on stories and, and articles and writing on Complex, which led to a uh, show, I think it was called Guy Code or something on MTV, which led to them doing their own podcast called The Bodega Boys, which then led to them getting their own show on Viceland. So I was just reading all, all stuff about them. Apparently they have no writers on the show. They Whoa! Hey Siri, turn off the music. Jesus Christ. Just a moment. Hey Siri, turn off the music. I think I just startled Siri. I just fucking touched her by accident and she put two chains back on. Holy shit, that was, uh, the bass was so good I just jumped out of my soul. My God. Anyways, Deezus Samero have no writers. They have a bunch of producers who kind of line up what they want to, them to talk about and they just watch the clips and they literally are improving their whole thing. It looks like it's, they're so natural and they have such great chemistry that it just looks like that they would have writers or they would at least sit down before the show starts and think about what they want to talk about with each topic. So I was definitely really impressed with that. Uh, I know they do a bunch of live shows, so I want to go see them if they ever come to Toronto. I like them so much I listen to them on a podcast 
called the Ben Ben Simmons podcast, which is a sports podcast. So I am all about Jesus and marrow. So that was another thing I deep dived into for Google. One of the other things I was I was googling all about, which uh, I really went down this rabbit hole, was this rapper and. Um, Forgive me, I don't even I don't even know how to pronounce his name. He's one, he was a 20 years old. He was commonly known as X, but it was X Stentions, XXX Stentions. You may or may not know him, but he was actually uh, sadly just murdered uh, last week in Florida. He was uh, close to his home, leaving a, a bike shop or something, and he was gunned down, killed right on the spot, robbed, and it was obviously really sad. You don't want anyone to die, but the thing was. People went crazy, just like the memorials that were going on. Like his, he has a huge fan base. I always knew about the guy because I knew what he looked like, but I just never listened to his music because I think he made sad emo rap music. And I'm just like, I want to listen to rap music that pumps me up. Like that's why I love me some Ray Shrummerd. That's why I love Two Chains. Like I don't want sad music. I want upbeat gangsta shit. But the more and more I researched this guy, he was not a good person he had been arrested multiple times multiple times he had been arrested for domestic abuse for verbally and physically assaulting girlfriends uh all these horrible things and so i'm just a kid this guy clearly wasn't a good person obviously he didn't deserve to be gunned down or killed and he was also just a 20 year old and i mean who knows what his upbringing was like if he was abused or this or that as a kid so i mean 20-year-old, you're wild, you're crazy. There's obviously still lots of chances and hope that he would grow older and mature and not uh, succumb to all the bad things he was doing. But, like, I was watching videos of people in L.A., and it was like streets were shut down because people were rioting because they were so sad that that he was killed. And there was people, uh, police came in with, like, tear gas and stuff. Like, it was a full-on riot going on. But just I kept reading about his legacy and all these songs. Like his music's number one right now, which happens obviously a lot when a musician dies or passes away, whatever. So I was just reading, and I think it was Vulture had a timeline of all the trouble he'd gotten into. I mean, he was in juvenile hall. He had been arrested a bunch of times at age what 13, 14, 15, 16, just constantly. Like he was on. I think he had just gotten out of jail not too long ago, and he put out a new album and all this stuff. I try listening to his music. I just, it's just not my thing. And this is where I feel old now. Like, I obviously still love me some rap music. And I do love a lot of new rap music. Like Ray Shrummer. They're still fairly new. But there's all these new people like Lil Pump, Takashi69, Lil Peep. Basically, all these new rappers who just have rainbow colored hair. And I just, I, I cannot get into it. Um, and then obviously one of the other things I was just doing a, a deep dive into my open tabs was just Kanye West. You know, he finally finished putting out the five albums in five weeks, the Pusha T, his album, Nas, his album with uh, Kid Cudi and Tiana Taylor's album. Oh, everything was all right. Good, we talked about him last week, so I won't talk too too much about it. But just, um, yeah, I read about Nas's album a lot, and it got a lot of bad reviews, and I think it's all right. I just... I mean, whatever. I thought it was hilarious that Jay-Z and Beyonce put out their new album the same weekend that Nas dropped his album. There's a lot going on there. Obviously, Jay-Z and Nas had a lot of issues. They had beef, but now they're cool. Jay-Z and Kanye West apparently don't like each other too much anymore. So, there's that. You know what? I think 
I think that's got to be it for my open tabs section of the podcast. We're at uh, about 40 minutes right now. So why don't I do maybe another 10 minutes or so, then we'll get to the band of the week, and we'll wrap this, this bitch up. So got some fan questions here just submitted on Twitter. Why don't I just run through these real quick? And uh, the first one real quick I see here is from Ben. Uh, ben on Twitter, and he says, what would you name your boat if you had one? Excuse me. Talked about this on the weekend. How do people afford to have it, buy a house, buy a cottage, and own boats and cars? Obviously, I get it, you're rich, you do it, but just I feel like, man, it's so tough, especially here in Toronto, just to buy a house. Who are the people buying houses and buying cottages and buying boats and have fuel for boats and they can store their boat in a marina in the in the winter time and have two cars? It's just it's fucking crazy. Now, having said that, if I had a boat. I thought about this today, and the first thing that came to my mind instantly, I would have to call it It's Chaboat, because y'all know my nickname is It's Chaboy, so I think It's Chaboat would be a great name for a boat if I were to ever own one, so thank you for that question. Next one here comes from Savannah. Savannah asks, what is the best or worst purchase you've ever made? Uh, Best purchase... Uh, honestly, right now, it's the membership to boxing. It's been fantastic. Um, there's been a lot of great purchases over the years. I think that's one of them. I think the, the more interesting thing to talk about is the worst purchase I've ever made. And, um, I mean, financially, this isn't the worst. It only probably cost me like 15 bucks. But it's definitely the stupidest thing I've, I can think of that I bought. And it was an album, and this is back when I was a teenager. I was probably about 18, 19 years old. I was working at Zeller's, still lived at home, and this was during the summertime, so I didn't have to pay rent, didn't have any car payments, so all I had money to spend on was food and music and CDs, because in 2003, you still bought CDs. And I remember I was at CD Warehouse uh, in the Canada Centrum, and I was perusing the rap section as I do did then and as I do now on the iTunes store and I came across a name of an artist so crazy so funny that I was like I don't care that I've never heard of this person I don't care that I've never listened to any of their music I have to buy this album and the artist's name was Skinny Pimp it was awful I think I listened to it once and never listened to it again so it was definitely the uh, probably the worst purchase I've ever made. And you know what? I don't know if he even has music out. Should we test Siri and see if, if she can play some Skinny Pimp? Hey Siri, play Skinny Pimp. Here's Skinny Pimp. Shit, this is actually kind of dope. Listen to this. That is Skinny Pimp. Yo, this is actually kind of dope. Hey Siri, next song. Let's see what else he has. Let's see the next song. We'll do three songs and we'll, we'll turn this off. Shit, this is kind of hot to be honest. Listen to this beat. 
Ah, this is some southern shit. Let's see the beat kick in. Skinny pimp, y'all. Yo, that's dope. Alright, one more Skinny Pimp song and then we'll turn this off. Hey Siri, next song. Let's see what this... This guy's two for two. I'm going to have to rebuy the Skinny Pimp it. album. Come on, three for three. If this is good, I'm buying the album on iTunes right now. Yo, this is hot. Hey Siri, what's this song called? This is called Sunday at the Park. Dope. Featuring Trampia by Skinny Pimp. It's the way you like, the way I ride on glass. Souped up, juiced up, careful not too fast. Light another switch. Hey Siri, pause the music. Yo, this is dope. I don't know what I was thinking, but Skinny Pimp is the shit. Just a moment. Alright, so... Let's see, next question we got. All right, this comes from Maddox in Ottawa. And Maddox says, if you could know the absolute total truth to one question, what question would you ask? That, that one kind of blows my mind there, Maddox. I mean, you're trying to get all uh, philosophical on me. This is, if you could know the absolute truth to one question, what question would it be and would you ask? I mean, you got to ask what's the true meaning of life if you want to go that way spiritually or or whatever. But to be honest with you, I kind of want to know what that guy says in that one Radiohead song where they're all just like lying down on the ground. And it's like really weird. I bet you if I just Googled what that guy says, someone could tell me. So you know what? That's all I got for that question. Thank you, Max. You kind of... uh, Knocked me off guard with that one. That's two X's, X, 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 extension. Can't say that word. X, X, existential. There we go. Third time's a charm. All right. This one comes from Jason in Toronto. He says, quite simply, have you ever made a prank call? And the answer to that is, yes, I remember, not recently, but when I was probably like nine or ten years old, I remember uh, being at a sleepover with a bunch of friends from like, in like grade three or four and we were over at our one friend's house and we just made a bunch of prank calls and uh yeah i wouldn't recommend doing them because i didn't like doing them at the time i was a square then and i'm a square now so don't make prank calls we get these all the time now it's just like i get just like um they're not crank phone calls but they're just spam phone calls where it's like do you want to go on this boat cruise you know do you want the one that i get now that everyone seems to get is um, the government is after you, you owe tax money, and the police are going to come get you because there's a warrant out for your arrest. It's just like, uh, snitch please, no thank you. So yes, I've made a prank phone call, but it's been probably uh, 25 years since I've done them, and I hate getting them, so don't do it. It's stupid. Uh, Okay, here is one. Uh, This comes from Jack in Ottawa. So we've got some good folks in Ottawa writing into us. He says, if you could personally witness anything, what would you want to see? I feel like we've gotten this question before, and we've said, like, I think Val said dinosaurs, which I was like, yo, that's crazy. Or maybe she said, like, going to see the Beatles at Ed, Ed Sullivan. You know what I wouldn't mind doing, which is something that only happened, like, six, seven, eight years ago? 
uh, one of my all-time favorite albums is Kanye West's My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. I would honestly love, and I heard, I've, again, open tabs, Google, I read all about the making of that album where it's like he flew out all these different artists, you know, Pusha T, Drake, or Pusha T, Jay-Z, Nicki Minaj, producers, writers, and he flew them all out to Hawaii. And they were there for, you know, however long, month, two months, six months. And I would have loved to have just, like, been in the studio. To That's a classic album. It's one of the best albums of the last 10 years, if not the last 20 years. Definitely, in my opinion, Kanye's, Kanye's best album. And, yeah, I would love to just see in the creative process of making the beats, writing the raps, doing the raps. Like, that's before Nicki Minaj was huge. And she has probably maybe the best rap on the whole album, which is the uh, her verse on the song Monster. So I would love to. I would love to just go and you know I would have loved to have gone to Wyoming and just seen. Even though I didn't love the albums, but see like Kid Cudi and Kanye and Pusha T and, and Nas and all of them make those albums. So that would have been super cool. So I think that's my answer as of right now. Is if I could per- personally go witness anything, it would be the making of a Kanye West album. So that's that. All right, we got uh, one more question, and this one's from Susan in BC, and she writes, if you had to be trapped in any TV show for a month, what would it be? Great question. That's a great question. Uh, definitely would not be would not want it to be 13 Reasons Why. That sounds awful. We're currently watching Mad Men. I obviously, honestly wouldn't even really want to be trapped in uh, the Mad Men universe for too long because that just seems like it's tons of debauchery and sexism and everything i think the simple answer is it would, it would have to be friends right if you wanted to spend a week on any tv show it would have to be friends they all have like awesome jobs they have kick-ass apartments in new york city i bet you it's rent control they probably don't pay more than like a thousand bucks a month for their apartments they always get the same spot at the coffee shop they're all doing each other so i mean they're all beautiful people which is great it would have to be Friends. I think that would be the one show you'd want to be trapped in. I'm trying to think what else. You know, maybe Entourage would be pretty good if if you're part of the Entourage. I mean, I could be like a third or second turtle. I could be doing some stuff like that. But I think, yeah, Friends is the one. That's the one I would want to be trapped in. And that's actually that's a great question. I gotta, I should ask that to Val next week. I wonder what her response would be. I bet you hers would, would probably be Gilmore Girls. And maybe we've done this question. I can't remember, but I think she'd want to be in Gilmore Girls, either that or, damn, maybe today's special, that'd be a good one too, because you get to talk to the Muffy the Mouse and everything, so, you know what, we're at uh, about 50 minutes, I think this is actually a great place to end this week's podcast, and actually, we can do the band of the week, which actually takes me into my official last open tab, deep dive of the internet, and the band of the week is a band called Brave Shores. I just discovered them because I was Googling Nirvana the Band the Show, which is, in my opinion, uh, the best Canadian TV show since Kenny vs. Spenny. And it was, again, it was on Viceland. <clears throat> and the first two seasons are fantastic. Basic, the basic premise of the show are two guys are in a band. They're, the band's called Nirvana the Band. And all they want to do is play a club in Toronto called The Rivoli. So every episode is them trying to get a show booked, and they never actually play music. You never hear them sing or anything, and they never get to play a, a show at the Rivoli. But it's just it's such a smart, well done show. They always like do um, homages to different movies and TV shows, and the things they get away with is just 
really cool. So one, I, I was just Googling because I, I know they're making a third season and I wanted to see when it was coming out. And as I Googled Nirvana, the band, the show, I came across the two actors and I came across the one actor, I believe his name is Jay, I forget what his last name is, but it turns out he's in this band called Brave Shores. So I was like, well, might as well just start Googling Brave Shores. And it turns out that I knew one of their songs. Um, let me play it for you right now. Let's see what it's called. Brave Shores. You'll know it because it's from like a Coke commercial or something. It's called Never Coming Down. This is this is the song. You'll know it when you hear it. So super cool. I think you've. You've heard it. It was in a commercial like three, four years ago. That's how I know the song, but I just never knew the artist or anything. So they have two EPs out. One's called Brave Shores, and the one that they just put out uh, back in May, the last month, a couple weeks ago, was called La Who. So I started Googling them. Turns out they make awesome synth pop dream music, and I really, really like these guys. So I was just like... I got into a deep dive. I then started watching all their music videos and I just started reading interviews with them and I made me re review more like Nirvana the band. I started watching interviews with the two main guys and they talk about how they get away with putting things in their show. Like they have a, a whole episode where they use um, the Home Alone music and the Home Alone um, graphics and stuff and they get away with it. And it's just, so I spent, I literally just like a whole evening once when that went to bed just researching and reading all about these guys which I thought was uh, very, very cool. So I really got into Brave Shores, and I figure today is the best day to do one of their songs since uh, it's part of the Open Tabs theme and everything. So why don't we get into it? Uh, they have a bunch of really good songs, but the uh, song I like a lot, it's called Surf's Up. It's from their self-titled debut EP, or maybe it's an album, it's eight songs long. But check it out. The video is also pretty good too. It's um, it's I just I like it. It's a guy and a girl. They're awesome. They make good music. If you like stuff like Saint Lucia, you're gonna like Brave Shores. So this is Surfs Up by Brave Shores. Let's get into it. So all the ways get in contact with us. Uh, Facebook.com/slash/live at six oh five. You'll see pictures, memes, gifts of uh, that chin snoring neck strap. And follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malencamp. You can follow Val, she's at ValGomez23, and uh, subscribe, rate, and comment to us on iTunes. So until next week, I'm your podcaster, John. I'm Val. Be easy. It's time for dinner.
John Mallon. And Val Gomez.